I'm really excited to finish what is really probably one of the most important series I will ever preach at First Alliance Church. As many of you know, after years of extensive study of our history, conversations with elders, conversations with staff, we finally got to, to the point where we not only were able to articulate really clearly a mission and a vision, but core values. And so we've been talking for the last several weeks about our core values, and, and today we've come to our sixth and final week. These are in no particular order, I must tell you. But what is First Alliance all about? Had you heard the video, you would have heard that question. Why is First Alliance here? What is First Alliance? Why is First Alliance? Why are you here? Why are any of us here? What's God been doing, and what do we long to see him do? The first week we talked about what it means, this value of equipping, that we mobilize the next generation to fulfill the Great Commission. This church really cares about the next generation, not only the next biological generation, but also the next spiritual generation. Pastor Donald told us several weeks ago, in week two of the series, faithfulness, we are devoted to, the prayer, to prayer, to the word of God, and to following Jesus. That last part, by the way, is really important because it's, it's one thing to say you, you really believe the Bible. You know what I'm going to say next. It's another thing to live it out. It's one thing to, to be able to pass a Bible quiz, but it's another thing to love your neighbor or love your enemy. We talked about how we are a mosaic. We are a, a family, a, a family of very different people doing life together and loving God. We talked about generosity, and Pastor Donald just reminded us a, a moment ago about the importance of generosity. Not only individual generosity, but as a church family, we've been very, very generous to other groups, to other organizations. And it's a joy and a delight to be a part of such a giving family. Last Sunday, we said that we are missional. We take faith-filled risks in launching new ministries to love our neighbors, that the history of this church has always been had an entrepreneurial edge and I realize not everyone is an entrepreneur, but we can all get behind entrepreneurs. We can get behind new works, new ministries. We even had a kind of a surprise guest last week, the, the Wynn family, talking about how this past week they were preparing to, to go off to France. And we can pray for them. We can give. We can support them. And sixth and finally, again, in no particular order today, we're talking about this word synergy, collaborating for the sake of the kingdom of God. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for this church. This is your church. It's not my church, and it's not even really our church. This is your church, and your church has been here ministering in this community and serving people around the world for generations. Lord, we stand on the shoulders of men and women that have given and served and prayed that have loved and we want to continue the legacy that that they've started we want to continue in that path in being obedient and faithful to you and to your mission lord would you guide my words that we may be transformed by the renewing of our minds in jesus name amen the word synergy, it's derived from the Greek word synergy, which denotes cooperation and is based upon the word synergos. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. 
which means working together. Working together. It seems like that's a rare thing these days, isn't it? Working together. Our enemies having a field day. I'm sure you're aware of this, right? Divide and conquer. Cancel everybody and everything that doesn't look, believe, feel, act exactly like you do. And pretty soon you'll find yourself pretty lonely. Working together. Collaborating together. Synergy is the interaction or cooperation of two or more organizations, substances, or other agencies to produce a combined effect greater than the sum of the separate effects. So for all of you mathematics scholars out there, I'm going to explain synergy in a formula. Ready? I just said mathematics, and some of you got a little nervous. I think you can all handle this one. All right, here we go. One plus one is greater than two. One plus one is greater than two. Our world is filled with examples. If you take uh, a little bit of hydrogen and a piece of oxygen together, you get water. Water is a whole lot better than just a bunch of oxygen, don't you think? Or just a, a bunch of hydrogen. Water. Milk plus Nesquik equals yummy. And, if, and we're all familiar with this example of synergy when we think about something like stew. If you take all the ingredients and, and, of stew and just put them on the counter and just start nibbling away, oh, let's, let's just eat a little bit of carrot or let's, let's eat some celery or some spices. Have ever tried spices alone? <laughs> that can be pretty disturbing. But when you put it all together, it's a beautiful thing. Is anyone else getting hungry? Okay, before we, we, we get into the ways in which we collaborate for the sake of the kingdom of God, let me just state the obvious. God plus anything is greater than anything without God. Okay? God plus anything is greater than anything without God. So it kind of goes without saying that when we talk about synergy, the most obvious relationship, the most obvious power is us plus God. Because, of course, without God, we can just pack up our toys and go, go home. I mean, there's, there's nothing. Uh, let, me, let me state this emphatically, family. There's nothing that I can do on my own that's going to change and transform lives, which is the business that we're in. But with God, all things are possible. All things are possible. Paul famously said this, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. I can do some things? No. I can do many things? No. I can do all things. Which means that nothing can stand against the power of our God. The battle belongs to God. I, I just have to restate that for you, family. I know some of you, you've been living in fear. It's just natural in a broken world. But God plus anything is greater than anything without God. All right, the, the, the Christian Mission Alliance, we have some core values. They're, they're somewhat parallel, but unique and distinct from First Alliance's core values. One of them, and you'll, you've seen them in the lobby, without the Holy Spirit's empowerment, we can accomplish nothing. So as we talk today about synergy, about collaboration, about partnerships, understand the obvious we're talking, first and foremost, our partnership and collaboration with God. 
He doesn't need us. He chooses to use us. I don't exactly understand why, but it's a privilege. It's an honor to be used by God to participate in the work that he has called us to do, this thing called the kingdom of God. When we say that the heart of our mission as a church is to restore God's masterpieces, it's not a work that we do. It's a work that he does. You know, Jesus walked this earth for about 33 years, and according to Scripture, about three of those years were devoted to ministry, devoted to to serving people, his healing, his teachings, his prophetic ministry. Three years. And then he passed the baton to us. Is that a big challenge? Is that a great privilege? Is that a tremendous responsibility? I would say that it is. And for 133 years, we've been collaborating with God, restoring his masterpieces, making disciples, loving God, loving our neighbors, ourselves. It's an incredible collaboration. One of my favorite quotes says this, It's amazing what can be accomplished when nobody cares about who gets the credit. I'm going I'm to give the credit to the person who said that. Actually, I'm not, because they don't care who gets the credit. It's actually been said by a number of people. Robert Yates is, is one person. But here's the thing. I actually care who gets the credit. I want Jesus to get the credit. Synergy. We collaborate for the sake of the kingdom of God. It's not for our sake. Our mission isn't to be the, the biggest church in Toledo. It's not to be the greatest church in Toledo. We say that our, our mission is really to serve to serve the church in Toledo, the capital C church in Toledo. Our competition is not the tabernacle. It's not Vineyard Church. It's not Westgate Chapel. Our competition is not Harvest Lane Alliance or Westside Community Church. By the way, I ask you to pray for Westside Community Church today as their pastor, uh, Pastor Ron King, is battling COVID. Uh, And and that church has been, been a great blessing to us. Our competition is the pillow, the screen, and the golf course, as I see it. We need other churches. We need other partners to help us to bring in the harvest. Without partnerships with others, our impact will be limited. And I've, I've, I've been doing this vocational ministry thing now for 31 years. And I've, I've talked to a lot of pastors. I've, I've met a lot of people at various churches. And some, their whole, their whole objective is is to run their organizations like a fortress as if every other church, every other ministry, every other organization is their competition. And it makes me so sad. See, we have a a real enemy who wants to steal, kill, and destroy, and he loves to divide and conquer. He knows that a house divided cannot stand. And so if that church can be in competition with that church and that church and that church, Nobody wins. But when we can start coming together and collaborating as brothers and sisters in Christ, there's nothing that can stop the church, the capital C church. Now, of course, I'm not talking about collaborating with cults and, you know, like, you know, all sorts of crazy organizations, but I'm talking about the brothers and sisters that we're going to spend eternity with. Why not start now? Why not find ways to do life together, to collaborate, to serve, and to love one another well? And we've been doing that in so many different ways. One one example I can think of are are the joint worship services that we've had. 
whether they be on, on Good Friday or Christmas Eve. We've done joint services on New Year's Eve. We've done some, some joint work with other churches on the National Day of Prayer. Synergy, working together, coming together. We can only do as much as one local church if all we care about is this local church. But when we collaborate, beautiful things result. A few weeks ago when we talked about the diversity of our local church, we looked at 1 Corinthians 12. And if you have your Bibles, it'd be a great time to open them up, open them up or turn them on. We're going to look at 1 Corinthians 12 for just a moment. We talked about different parts of the body. That we said we're a mosaic, we're all different, we're independent parts, but we need each other. In 1 Corinthians 12, 7, it says, Now to each one of the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. So we're talking about this, the Holy Spirit sends gifts, distributes gifts, gives gifts for the common good, for the building up of one another. To one there's given through the Spirit a message of wisdom, to another a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by that one Spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and to still another the interpretation of tongues. And let me just add, the Christian Missionary Alliance, we believe in the proper biblical exercise of all spiritual gifts. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and he distributes them to each one just as he determines. You may recall a couple weeks ago, I talked about this. I said, every follower of Jesus, when you get Jesus, you get the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit gives gifts. And every follower of Jesus is given one or more spiritual gifts. It's easy to get jealous of someone else's gifts. It's easy to be envious of someone else's gifts. If you don't like your gift, take it up with God. It's His fault. He distributes the gifts just as He determines. And then just as a body, though one has many parts, but it, all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we are all baptized by one Spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Every part is important. Some are more visible than others, but every part of the body is important. And I just want you to, want to say again, if you're a follower of Jesus, you bring a unique gift. You are a unique body part to this body. And we need all the parts now, I have a, a, a speaking gift that's up on stage, and it, oftentimes people will think that, that my gift is somehow more important than some other gift. But every gift, every person, every member is important. Now, here's the thing. So often, the body is fragmented. The, the body is broken into all these different pieces. I, I think about it like this. Uh, I, I came across... Mr. Potato Head. Have you ever seen Mr. Potato Head? You've all seen Mr. Potato Head. By the way, I guess they were trying to get rid of the Mr. And then there was an uproar. And so just so you all sleep well at night, Mr. Potato Head is going to remain Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, you can give it up for... So, you know, I've got like all these different, all these different pieces. And, and honestly... 
Does this look good to you? It's a mess. It's an absolute mess. One of the the greatest moments in my entire life was the day that I got married. And it wasn't in this building, but it was in a, a building in Livonia, Michigan. And I remember standing or standing like at the end of an aisle like this and there were doors back there and I was so excited to see what was going to come through those doors I couldn't wait I mean my heart was racing I was so excited and then the doors open and I saw the most beautiful human being I've ever seen in my life are you crying now here's the thing If that same woman came down the aisle, dismembered, eyeballs rolling down, hands wiggling, a foot hopping, a torso kind of squiggling down, where is this going, she asks. You'd like to know, wouldn't you? That exact same body dismembered would have been horrifying to me and I probably would have ran out the door no offense I just like you in one piece when the pieces come together and form one body it's a beautiful thing but separate not so much okay so I used to think that Paul's metaphor for the body was related to a local church. And I thought that the way that it worked is, okay, Paul, you're the, you're the thumb, and Kathy, you're nearby, so you're the index finger, and, and Glenn, you know, you're the, the elbow, and, and, and you know, the, the, the foot, and the, the ear. And, and, and so together, as First Alliance Church, we are the body, and we come together, we look like this. When we're not together, you know, we look like this. But when we come together, we look like this. Okay, you tracking with me? So I was meeting with a group of pastors, and, and I said, I don't, I don't, Paul's not around for me to ask him, but when he talks about the different parts of the body, I wonder if there's two layers to this. Yeah, there's the local church, but I wonder if, maybe, on a corporate level, that God has placed different churches in a local community to serve different types of people. One of my favorite quotes about church, Rick Warren says, we need different types of churches to reach different types of people. This is why Michael and Janine are going to start a different kind of church next year. We need new churches to reach people who are not here. But the idea is that they would cooperate, that they would work together, they would partner together, and that we need these other churches. I don't know what part we are. Maybe we're the kneecap or something. But as long as we stay separate, as long as we stay in competition with one another, we're never going to be successful in accomplishing God's mission to seek and save the lost and make disciples of all nations. What if we collaborated together? What if we saw other churches that are proclaiming Jesus as Lord, that follow Scripture, that maybe their music's a little different or maybe their preaching style's a little different or maybe they're just on the other side of town and they're reaching people on that side of town. But if we come together and we collaborate as one body, then we form the beautiful bride. We're called the bride. 
This is my vision. You want to hear my vision? My dream? I have a dream. I have a dream that the churches in this city and around the world would collaborate and cooperate so much that Jesus looks down at his bride, the capital C church, and says, she is so beautiful. Father, can I go get her? Unfortunately, what he looks down and sees is this. Acts 1.8, one of the, our favorite verses in the Christian Missionary Alliance. Jesus says this, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. We've, we've said that we are to be involved in four different levels of ministry, if you will. And this may not be an exact science, but it's an approximation, okay? Our Jerusalem. Where is our Jerusalem? Our Jerusalem is the city of... Jerusalem. No, no, Toledo. Yes, you're right. This is our epicenter. This is where God has placed us. It's our epicenter, our base of operations. And one of our partners here is a group of pastors and ministry leaders called Merge. And some of you are, are familiar with Merge. We've done things with Merge. I just want to give you a quick little overview of what Merge is all about, and hopefully our sound will work, and you can check this out. And our sound isn't working. It's okay. You'll see some familiar faces on here. Churches getting together on the National Day of Prayer. Pastors and church leaders getting together for a couple days in February to pray together, to, to study God's Word together. Really, prayer is, is much of the focus of what we do at Merge. And it's been a, an incredible opportunity for me to get to know other pastors and, and hear their hearts, people from different backgrounds and different persuasions. We're praying for this city. We're praying for 500,000 souls in north, Northwest Ohio to call Jesus Lord and Savior. And it's, it's been a joy. We've actually hosted several merge gatherings here on our campus, not only churches, but also ministries. John 17, Jesus prayed to the Father for his disciples and for all future believers that they may become perfectly one so that the world may know that you sent me. See, Jesus' prayer, his only prayer in the Bible for us that I'm aware of, is he prayed that we would be one, that we would be one united bride. And unfortunately, we've been one disjointed, divided politicking, arguing, mudslinging family. And I just want to say, one of our core values is that we collaborate, we partner, we believe in the best in other people. And if we find out that some other church is off the Looney Tunes, we get our facts straight before we go around just telling people all sorts of gossip and putting down other, other things. See, the way that I see it, every part of the bride is important. It's this the bride of Christ. I can't tell you how hurt I get when I hear people slamming other churches 
other pastors, other ministries. And I'm not talking about sin. I'm talking about, well, you know, they use that version of the Bible, and so they're going to hell. They're a heretic because they have a drum set. Or like, is it the bride of Christ? Bride of Christ. Our Judea. It's beyond our immediate neighborhood. And, and it, you might say that it includes the Great Lakes District, GLD, the Great Lakes District, and our home missions partners. The Christian Missionary Alliance is our, our global family, and, and the Great Lakes District offices are in Ann Arbor, serves Michigan and Northwest Ohio. We do things, we partner with the Great Lakes District, and we also partner with 10 home missions partners. I'm going to invite Vicki to come up. She's going to share a little bit. You'll hear from five of our 10 home missions partners in two weeks on Home Mission Sunday. I want to tell you this. Toledo Public Schools is one of our 10 home missions partners, and I just need to read this. They've been impacted by your generous showers of blessing contributions to the teacher supply pantry and the support of Rosa Parks Elementary teachers. This past week, Sue Trumbull had an amazing time of prayer and conversation with several of them. These are teachers over at Rosa Parks Elementary down the street. And this was the story. One teacher was considering quitting and had asked God for a sign and felt that our team going this past week to pray with the, the, the teachers was her sign. Think about that. There's a teacher that's pouring into future masterpieces that was on the verge of quitting this past week. But because some of you went over there and prayed, you were the sign that she was looking for. I just love that. I love that. You know, if we stayed huddled in this building and waiting for people to come to us, that never would have happened. If all we cared about was building a fortress and, you know, come, come to us, but we're not going to come to you. Jesus said, go, by the way, Great Commission, go and make disciples, that we have the privilege of going into our Judea to go and serve, go to make a difference. It's a joy to participate in the kingdom of God with groups such as Cherry Street Mission and Water for Ishmael and Pregnancy Center and all these different groups. So I just want to introduce Vicki Murdoch. Most of you know Vicki. She's been a member of our family longer than I have. And Vicki, I'm asking if you can just kind of step over here. And then um, gonna, she's going to narrate a little bit of this video, this slideshow. So, oh, we just need to get you on, on mic now. Hi, I'm Vicki, and I work with a local Christian nonprofit called Water for Ishmael. We partner with the University of Toledo to welcome international students who are coming here to study. We do this with other partners under the umbrella called GoUT. And um, yes, we have three programs, three ways that you can get involved. The household items giveaway, West Blood collects decent used furniture and household items and can tell you many stories about remarkable ways that God has provided beds, desks, chairs, and more. He then stands up bravely and tells the new international students, if you need furniture for your apartments, come talk to me. So he keeps very busy. This month of August, he supplied actually 60 apartments. He needs furniture, but also drivers and helpers. Wes and his team are the first Americans many of these students meet, and they're introduced to the love of Christ through this practical meeting of their needs. 
Go UT, another program is TIP, Toledo International Hospitality Program. Your family can adopt a couple of students for the school year just to welcome them into your home, sharing a meal, taking them on a tour of Toledo, or whatever you want to do for about once a month. In the past, this has been offered only in the fall, but we also will offer it now in the spring semester for new students who come at that time. The American families select the students that they would like to have. Uh, we give them a party to meet, and uh, we carve pumpkins and do lots of fun things to break the ice. The international students are thrilled to be adopted by an American family, and both families and students are blessed um, as they share about their cultures and things that matter most to them. And finally, um, we have a third program called the Conversation Partner Program. And uh, this is one that I'm privileged to direct. We seek willing volunteers to meet one-on-one -on -one with an international student. And most of these students are still intermediate or advanced English language learners. The commitment we ask for is to meet together, you and your partner, for one hour a week for about one semester or 10 weeks. We provide orientation, match you with a student who has some things in common with you, introduce you at a party, if possible, and allow you and your student to determine how, when, and where you will meet each week. COVID pushed us last year to open up the option of meeting online through social media. And this past year, we even had two students who were actually living outside of the United States who participated in our program. We've had lots of great feedback over the years from our international students about how important these relationships have been. Just last week, a student told me that now, five years after he started at UT, he's still in touch with his conversation partner and they are best friends. So this is your chance to get involved. Please talk with me or Catherine Boyd today or in the next week or so. I'm leaving some flyers down here in the front. You can come and take one. Uh, or go to the website go-ut, that's G-O hyphen U-T dot info, and you can fill out an online application there if you would like. Thank you so much. Thank you, Vicki. So Acts 1a, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria is the next spot. And the way that we've kind of described Samaria is our faith missions partners. We've got three families that have been involved outside of our global alliance family that are outside of our immediate community. You've heard this, this summer, actually, from all three of them. Alan Kajowski down in the Dominican Republic with Arbor Christian Academy, Corey and Olivia, as well as Matt and Alexi Plant. And then, of course, there's the ends of the earth. And the ends of the earth we often call our Alliance Missions family. And again, I have to say, it's such a joy to be a part of a community, a family, a global family like the Christian Missionary Alliance. Alliance missions are so important. And now there's four different groups that are all under the same umbrella. That's Kama, Envision, Marketplace Ministries, and then what they call access, which are the conventional international workers that take the good news of Jesus Christ to people all over the world. All of Jesus for all the world. And I love our Alliance family. I love that 
90% of our Alliance family is overseas, and many of those now are in their own communities, their own countries, developing their own ministries where we've sent off missionaries, and, and now all the control is not in the United States, but it's at a local level. So you saw it in the merge video, but I want to just say again, Jesus' prayer for us in John 17 was unity, is that we would be one. And it's one of the four prayers I have for First Alliance, unity. I pray for direction, protection, passion, and unity, because unity is so fragile. Again, a house divided can't stand. I'm a fanatic about this stuff, because I've seen what happens when people get together and collaborate and cooperate. Synergy, one plus one is far greater than two. I've seen what happens when churches collaborate, when ministries collaborate. And I've also seen what happens when churches and ministries split. Jesus said, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that they may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you sent me. I've given, you, I've given them the glory that you gave me that they may be one as we are one, I and them and you and me, so that they may be brought to complete unity and then the world will know that you sent me and have loved me even as you have loved me. When we come together, beautiful things are created. Sure, it's, it's challenging. It's messy. It, it can be really, really hard. But when it happens and when it's done well, Beautiful, beautiful things happen. A passage that many of you know, Jesus said, truly I tell you, if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it'll be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. Imagine what would happen if two or three churches gathered together. Imagine what would happen if 20 or 30 churches gathered together. You know, this afternoon, a bunch of us are going down to the to Fifth Third Field to see the Mud Hens. Imagine if a hundred churches got together and said, instead of cheering on guys chasing a ball, I love chasing the ball, love baseball, but what if we gathered together, instead of cheering for athletes, we cheered for Jesus? What if we filled a baseball stadium and just had a night of worship? You know, that's not something that First Alliance can do. I mean, we'd probably fill a couple little boxes there. But imagine if the whole community came together, our brothers and sisters all across Toledo, we came and we packed it out. What a vision. One of our core values and something that makes us distinct from so many churches, not all churches, obviously, but synergy, we value collaborating for the sake of the kingdom of God. We play well with others. And one of my favorite examples of this was our recent sports and arts camp. We, we've been doing sports and arts camp for about a dozen years or so on our own. And this past year, we decided to partner with the Art Tatum Zone, which is sort of the Toledo urban impact of our friends and neighbors at the Tabernacle. And after four weeks of camp was over and after all the dust settled and after all of us volunteers took a nap. I got this card from Dr. Calvin and Christine Sweeney, the, the pastors over at the Tabernacle. They said, thank you so much for your partnership and for your partnership, not only for this past month, but for this past year. Through your generosity and the generosity of your congregation, we've invested countless hours of love, attention, and assistance to more than 150 children and their families. The effects of our efforts, I believe, will yield an eternal re return 
And we're so thankful that we could do it with you. That's synergy. That's synergy, family. That's the, the beauty of coming together. See, they could do stuff on their own. We could do stuff on, on our own. But when we collaborate together, when our women's ministry collaborates together, when our, our children and our kids in camp collaborate, when, when our facilities are, are used for different programs and activities to serve those in need as they have been throughout the pandemic, it, it's a win. It's a win for them. It's a win for us. Most of all, it's a win for the kingdom. So it's been said that a single draft horse can pull 6,000 pounds. All you math people, get ready. 6,000 pounds is what a single draft horse can pull. Now you would expect then that two horses would pull how much? 12,000. Actually, two horses together can pull 24,000. How is that even possible? And get this, if they're trained together, those two horses, you know, 6,000, 6,000 together, 32,000 pounds if they're trained together. That's synergy. One plus one is greater than two. In this case, six plus six is 32. Synergy. As our music team comes up, I've got some special announcements for you after this song. So we're not going to close our service with this song, but we're, we're nearing the finish line. We're going to do a song that just inspires me every time I sing it, every time I think about it, because the, the song is called God of the City. And I believe that, that Jesus is Lord of Toledo. Amen? And Jesus is Lord of Toledo. I know there's a, a mayor's race coming up. There's, there's this election. I, I know that there's all sorts of factions and groups. There's people that are arguing and fighting, and, and, and they've got different opinions. But, but Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord of, over Toledo. Jesus is Lord over Ohio. Jesus is Lord over the United States of America. Jesus is Lord over North America. Jesus is Lord over the whole planet. And I'm so glad that, that the city of Toledo and the world is not dependent on me to do it all. I'm so glad that, that First Alliance isn't the answer to everything that ills Toledo. But I do believe that Jesus and his bride, the church, is the answer. I believe that we have everything that this community needs. I believe that Jesus is the hope of the world. And he's entrusted us to do his work, to do his bidding, to, to be the hands and feet. And I want to invite you to, to join, to participate. Most of you already are. But what a privilege it is for us as First Alliance Church and as Merge and as our home missions partners and all that to see God do a great and mighty work in this city. Would you please stand?